Hey everybody, uh, w- welcome to uh, episode 8 of My Name is Weezer. Woohoo! Uh, we, we've caught up to, to the present. It is currently 2016. We are in now, now. This is now. So this is season 2, sure, let's call yeah. it. Let's call it season 2. Season 2, episode 1. That's great. Or overall episode 8. Now we're just getting confusing. Guys, here's what we're talking about today. We are talking about Red. We are talking about Christmas with Weezer, because why the hell not? And we're talking about weird things that happened in our lives. Uh, that's just part for the course for this podcast. Oh, this is just a prediction you're making that we're going to talk about weird things that happened sure. in our lives? Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Guys, enjoy episode eight. My name is Jonas. Thanks for all you showed us. Welcome. Welcome to My, my name, name is Weezer. Weezer. Uh, this is the podcast where Jen and Patrick. I'm Jen. He's Patrick. The, this is all correct information so far. This is a podcast <laughs> where those, the aforementioned Jen and Patrick talk about Weezer and their records. And their lives. And yeah, our and, lives. Uh, yeah, definitely our lives. Sure. I talk about your life. You talk about my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you that Jen grew up in a swamp. It's true, she and Patrick was, mm-hmm. Patrick grew up in the very t- highest tower of a tall castle. Well, that's true. I grew my hair out very long because I thought it was pretty. Yep. And that's the end of that story. The beginning and the end of the story. Yep. So, Jen, w- what are we actually talking about today? Well, today we're talking about a couple of things. Okay. We're going to start by talking about the self-titled uh, Weezer album, who well, that is colloquially referred to <laughs> yeah, as the good, Red it's Album. A good start so far, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The Red Album. Right. Um, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about Christmas with Weezer. Right. Now, this is something that you and I uh, realized just moments ago. Well, maybe we realized it be- before, but we acknowledged it to each other moments ago. That Weezer is, has put out two Christmas releases. Yes. Right? So there's one. There was one in 2000 called the Christmas CD. Right. Which is different which than 2000. 2009. 2008. 2008's Christmas with Weezer. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to acknowledge that the 2000 version is also called Winter Weezerland. Oh, my God. Which is just, Winter a, Weezerland. just a good title. <laughs> That's almost as bad as my name is Weezer. Hey, can I also tell you something else that I just now realized? You have to. Um, so, as I'm sure everyone has gathered by this point, I have several windows of Weezerpedia open on my computer. That's does that feel good? It's it it's feels been good. It's been like 18 months since we last yeah. recorded, mm-hmm. so it feels good to have Weezerpedia. It feels open good. <laughs> it feels again. right. Um, but something that I just noticed that I literally have never noticed on Weezerpedia before yeah. is that, you know how on Wikipedia there's like the globe in the corner? Yeah, it's got on, the Weezer W. On, the but on Weezerpedia, it's not a globe. It's a Death Star. And it has the W over that. So the Death <laughs> Star, that's weird. Because de- <laughs> that's also what they use on Wikipedia, which is the Star Wars wiki. I wonder if they just like grabbed all the code from that. I wonder yeah I wonder if someone was tasked with like okay go find the Wikipedia globe thing and put Weezer's logo on it and they were just like I'll just go to Wikipedia that's close enough (laughs) yep Um, I used to spend a lot of time on Wikipedia really yeah because learn a lot about Star Wars Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, but most of that information is now non-canonical since since Disney bought the Star Wars yeah yeah 
Another mm-hmm. uh, wiki that I spent a lot of time on was Lostpedia. Yeah, that that sounds right for you. Yeah, like just a lot. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on pedias. I think they prefer to be called wikis. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um. What? Why? Why is that? Um. I don't know. I haven't gotten very adventurous. Like, I guess I do spend a little bit of time on Wikipedia. Right. Uh, do you ever just do the like uh, the total um, like where you just let yourself get sucked into a hole? Oh, of, yeah. yeah. Last night I spent like two hours reading about the Vietnam War last for night, no reason. Last night after you left my house? Last night. OK, it wasn't two hours, but it was a, a solid half hour reading about the Vietnam War like, after I left your house. Because you were here until like 11. Yes. OK. That's all. No shame. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed up and played video games for a while. So, cool. you know, to, to each his own. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking, we're about, talking about red. We're talking about red. We're just red. getting right into it now. We are getting right on into it. So this record, the red record, mm-hmm. uh, the third self-titled mm-hmm. album. Can we talk about um, the cover first? I really want to talk about the cover first. Okay. <laughs> Because I think it's Wonderful. so dumb. I <laughs> I think it is dumb, but I think it is dumb in the spirit of this record. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Like, what is Rivers doing with that cowboy hat and, and huge mustache? <laughs> Especially because everyone else looks perfectly normal. Uh, kind Pat, of. Pat, Brian, and Scott look fine. They look like themselves. They look like they're wearing what they would wear in their everyday lives, including the other stupid hat that's on there. Yeah, that's true. Um, but looks Rivers <laughs> looks like a dude ranch owner. <laughs> well, this is also, it seems like um, a right around this era is when Rivers was doing a little bit of like fashion reinvention uh, like of himself. Not, okay. not in like a meaningful way. I can see you glaring at me <laughs> like you don't buy it. Well, I just, I don't know. So there's I don't know that he's hitting a mark yes. <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, and I, I think uh, for me, it just it, it's it's like an experimental kind of which I think is consistent with the record, too. Yeah, that the, re- the record is experimental um, and that Rivers of any of the guys on here is like the one trying something weird. Right. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, it looks like Pat lost some weight. Mm-hmm. He's looking looking kind of good. Nice and smell. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, just between this and we were watching um, videos for um, the next episode. Yeah, for the next episode. Are you talking about his train conductor? He's wearing outfit. a conductor's <laughs> outfit. Yeah. I was also going to mention that, but I wasn't sure if it was okay to mention that now since we're going to be talking about Hoot Nanny on the next episode. Well, he, we can. Um, but he does look silly in that train. Like he looks like he's trying to make a one person like Rivers version of the Village People. I mean, he looks like a child, right? Yeah. He looks like a child dressing up like a train conductor. Yeah, he does. And I mean, and he looks like a child dressing up like a cowboy in this one. Which is so, like, that's so part of the record, though. That's yeah. so troublemaker. That's so dangerous. Right. Because he's, I mean, he's digging into his childhood in a lot of these songs. <laughs> well, digging into his childhood, but also in a way that's like um, digging into it like retroactively as a rock star like yeah um well maybe we should just start talking about talking about the music sure. let's well let's let's uh place ourselves in time okay all right it is 2008 summer the last release that they had was in 2005 and so what release was that Jen? that was make-believe 
Okay. So how are people feeling about Weezer at this point? Um, a lot of people think that they've broken up. Is that true? Yeah. And that's not information that I had. Yeah. Um, a lot of, there was like, cause there were a couple of years, like Rivers went back to Harvard to finish his degree. How long was he working on that degree? I mean, a million years. God that was man. why, that was why on our, I think our Pinkerton episode, we talked about how he went to Harvard for like, and you said he went for a little while. And I said, he actually went for a very long <laughs> right. time <laughs> because he only is just now finishing up this album. Well, I mean, I know I didn't record, you know, 50, 60, 70 rock songs, but it only took me four years to graduate from college. Sure. As yeah. Same for me. Right. Yeah. So what's his problem? I think he's got a lot of other stuff on his plate that we didn't have. Yeah. Like uh, that awesome mustache. Like that awesome mustache. I didn't own a hat like that. And I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. So it seems like you should. I should. I actually do have a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, okay. What else am I supposed to do? But well, it's not It's I don't not know. like that. You sh- uh, if, if you have the hat, you shouldn't claim that you don't have it. Well, I don't have it in L.A. It still is in my <laughs> childhood home in, Lo- in, not in Los Angeles, in Nashville, because that did not seem worth it for me to bring it out here. Summer 2008. Okay, summer where, 2008. Where are you? Where are you in your Weezer fandom? I have just graduated high school. Great. Um, in like late May 2008, uh, and this record was released on June 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually originally scheduled for April, and they did the thing where there was like an April Fool's Day scare, which is coming up with this white album too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, because they had it releasing on April Fool's Day, and then. Everyone was like, this is a lie. And then they were like, no, but really. But then they ended up having to push back the release because they weren't ready. Uh, yeah. And, and we'll get into why they weren't ready um, or why it was perceived that they weren't ready at any rate. Mm-hmm. Um, so wh- so you have graduated from high school. I've graduated from high school. Um, Where are you at? I am I graduated from college cool. at this point. I am living in Chicago mm-hmm. and working at a law firm. Uh, as a secretary a floating legal secretary it actually was a a good time it was floating that got you Ooh, floating (laughs) being a floating so i was working at um uh, baker mckenzie the it's the largest law firm in the world or was while i was working there um i wonder if it still is yeah who knows um but the chicago office was like the the home office um and so you know it was like maybe 10 or 11 floors in the Prudential building downtown. Yeah. It was an enormous law firm. Um, So you really did have to float. Yeah. I mean, my, my job, it was like me and three other people um, that were the floating secretaries and we would just fill in for um, when secretaries went on vacation or were out sick or whenever people needed like additional help. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. it, It meant there was like a lot of, you know, room to develop my own, stuff in my own like mm-hmm. relationships there so like if i found people i liked working with i could just always put myself out there to be like hey i can help with yeah blah 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 that makes um, sense. yeah so it was a very like free and like kind of easy time that for me fun um i was living with my uh two of my closest friends taylor and andrew mm-hmm. um and they were both also working at this law firm we were like workaholics, right? Because <laughs> we lived together and we worked in the same same building. How did that work out for you guys? Was it good or was it awful? Uh, I mean, it, it's it's 
My goodness, are you all right, Jen? I'm okay. okay. I just had a tickle in my throat. <laughs> uh, no, it worked out well. I mean, we did get to points where we wanted to murder each other, but sure. I feel like that's just friends. That's just living a roommate together. thing, yeah. regardless of friends or not friends or anything. Yes, friends or not friends or anything. Yeah. So that's the context in which I picked up this okay. record. Um, if we're talking about context and picking up this record, I didn't actually listen to this record until like three weeks ago, I think. Can you tell me why um, you didn't? Did you not pick it up in the first place or did you pick it up and we were like, no, I can't do this? I heard Pork and Beans on the radio. Uh huh. I didn't love it. Yeah. I was like, mm, and plus I was like a poor almost college student and I didn't have an actual job. Um, and I was just, uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't into it. I didn't really have the money to buy the record. I mean, it's like 10 bucks, but still. Yeah. Well, and then you're also like in this weird space where, um, I guess I don't know how it was for everybody else, but like when you graduate from high school, um, you're like, well, I don't know that these friendships that I've been cultivating all this yeah. time are going to mean anything in like six weeks anyway. and most of them don't most of them don't and yeah. i only speak to like one of my friends from high school anymore yeah likewise sad but true it, yeah <laughs> i mean that's just what it is if anyone is listening yeah. to this in high school i am so sorry but your friends that you love so dearly right now you'll find better ones you'll way better friends slash you'll keep a couple of the really good ones hopefully one or two yeah and a lot of them you'll lose and you'll get back later Guys, life is an adventure, is what I'm saying. <laughs> life is a highway. I'm going to ride it all night long? long. Oh, great. <laughs> That's it? Yep. Just all night long? <laughs> Just all night, then I'm done. It's life. You have to You have to ride it for years and years, and then nah. you die. All night, then I'm done. So I can, I can see where, like, any... Um, that, like... Uh, music exploration can kind of go on hold. Yeah. And it kind of did because my, my friends in high school were the ones who were like kind of really driving forward my like music education because yeah. they were very like my my two two of my closest friends in high school like worked at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. Which the is what like auditorium? The Ryman Auditorium. Ryman? Yes. Um, which is like uh, I mean it's historically like a country venue but also like a lot of uh, really cool bands will come play at the Ryman. Like it's the kind of most uh, most fun, quintessentially Nashville, like okay, neat music venue in town. Um, so they like got to go to a ton of concerts just because they would be working there and they would get to pop in and, and watch. Um, so they were like, they really drove forward my music education. And then we are no longer friends anymore. <laughs> Did you find, or would you find then, uh, similar friends in college to introduce you to more music? No. 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 I found a lot of theater friends in college who were not super into like non-theater music. Interesting. College like a, for me was like an explosion of new music. Yeah, it was. It was less so for me. So, well, that's but okay. I mean, it's okay. I like. I, I had a great college experience. I love my friends from college. I'm friends with way more of them now than I am with my friends from high school. Right. Um. But I wonder. I'm. I wonder if it's part of like the nature of growing up in a very music heavy city, um, Nashville. Yeah. And then going to college in like like a half an hour outside of Boston. Where there just wasn't as much, like, cool music stuff happening. 
Yeah, I mean, it could also just be like the culture of the. I mean, who knows? Who knows yeah. why we? My like, my friend Alex though um, was always very into music. She worked at the radio station on campus and had a show called uh, Rep Your State Radio. So every every week she would have like choose a different state and then only play music from artists from that state. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, that was a big sidebar. Sorry. No, it's all right. Listen, this is about sidebars, okay? Yeah. So you uh, were we're just sort of uh, blind to this record for a long time, um, but I picked it up the day it came out, and uh, I remember very specifically playing. Oh, you know, I was. <laughs> that's funny. Do you ever find yourself doing that, saying that you very specifically remember something, but then can't remember a detail about it? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. I do that. That's what I just did. Um, my friend Taylor and I, my roommate Taylor, my coworker Taylor, uh-huh. and I, <laughs> your your uh, life partner Taylor, my and life you. partner Taylor and I were listening to the record and playing something on the Nintendo Wii. I feel like you've told me before what you were playing. I want to say that it was Smash Brothers on the mm-hmm. Wii, but I can't remember if that came out. If that was out at that time, it may have been Mario Kart. My favorite. I mean, we're never going to figure this out. No. Um, did you listen to it on repeat while playing that? Or was it just like you listened to it one time through while you were playing a game? Well, I mean, we uh, s- the first time was putting it on, play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know even that we made it all the way through the record. Because I, I initially had some, like, I had some problems with the record. Uh-huh. Um, and so... Can you talk about those problems? Sure. Okay, so... Um, they probably started at the beginning of The Greatest Man That Ever Lived, track two. Do you recall a text that you got from me not very long ago where I said, I'm listening to track two of Red, of Red and we're going to have some interesting things to talk about. And I believe I responded that track two of Red is one of my favorite Weezer yes. songs ever. Yes. I Yes. So I'm fascinated to hear about what you're going to say. <laughs> right now or in defense of um, The Greatest Man? That right ever now. Lived? Like, why did you initially hate it? Well, th- so the first... So Greatest Man That Ever Lived, right, is this variations on... Um, the, uh, it, the the simple gift the melody. Hand. Yeah. Um, which evidently Rivers had had written and didn't realize he was ripping off until someone was like, hey, you know where that melody is from, right? And he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and and sure, just decided yeah. to acknowledge it in the... Uh, in the title. In the, in the title. Give some credit. Um, but so the first like two or three variations, uh, the textures are just in fucking tolerable. <laughs> um, like... There's the one where they're kind of like rapping over it, and there are like sirens yeah. that try to be cool, like I just don't care. So yeah. I'll be playing in your underwear, uh-huh. um, and I, I don't know, it it just it seemed so like put on and so. Do you want? Should we play a little part of it? Sure. Let, let's let's play a little bit of the greatest man that ever okay. lived. I'm just gonna start at the beginning. I really like how it starts. Um, I, I like this, like the fake crowd noise, or maybe real crowd noise. Yeah, right there. It sounds a little bit like across the sea-ish, with the like piano just starting like just that. Just the piano tinkling, but yeah. that's that's playing the melody right up front. Yes, it and is. and establishing the material that is going to be uh, iterated on yeah. throughout. 
good so far. <laughs> Let's just stop right there a second. Man. What a lyric. Yeah, soon I'll be playing in your underwear. And then oh, what's the, the lyric after that? Like, I'm like a... No... I'm like the ma- I'm like a mage with the magic spell. You come like a dog when I ring your bell. It's filthy and nerdy and so yep. Uh, uh, it's it's a tough lyric to. It just keeps. I mean, what? I got the money and I got the fame. You got the hots to ride on my plane. <laughs> <laughs> See, but this, this whole this whole song is just him being like an unbearable, yeah, but egotistical I- prick. <laughs> Right, but I think that's the point of the oh, song. Oh, sure. I mean, li- the title of the song is "The yes. Greatest Man That Ever Lived." Yes, and uh, like I don't know, I don't know about you. I, I guess I don't know what your opinion of the song is now after mm-hmm. having listened to it a bunch. Um, but when when it works through its variations, some of which I like and some of which I can give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this first one is the only one that I really dislike. Okay. Um, but when it gets to the end. Um, and it's just like shouting, I'm the greatest man that ever lived. I was born to give and give and give. Yeah. Um, I love singing along with that and like feeling that energy of like self affirmative, like I am a rock fucking God. Yeah. Everyone will take <laughs> my genius and thank me for it. Ooh. I don't know. It, it it feels. Should we listen to that part? Uh, Well, which part are you? The end where he's just screaming. Sure. Let's go for it. All right. This may take a minute to get there. That's okay. Just stab around. I'm stabbing. Stab, stab, stab. Be all up on my <laughs> also, that part's very pretty. Yeah, I, I do like that part. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah, so this right into the end here. Yeah. It's a very Rivers ending to a song, I feel like. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I love that little singing <laughs> at the end there. Um, I, I, I don't know. Jen, Jen how, how do you feel about this song? Um, upon initially listening to this song, my first thought was, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Why? How did it make it onto a record? Right. Just why? There's a lot of why happening. Right. Um, and I, I'd probably still maintain it's one of my least favorite on this album. Um, Interesting. There are there are parts of it that I like. I like the stupid little like chorus, like the the choir in the middle. Yeah. Um, and I like the ending a lot. But most of it just doesn't do it for me. I, like I, I can mm-hmm. see this being like a song that like uh, that Weezer and that like Rivers Cuomo specifically um, is it's like really cathartic probably to sing um, and just like to put out there because it's sort of it's sort of I mean it's making fun of himself right? I you mean think? who who knows? Like this is. I think actually maybe we probably talked about it earlier, but there's like a point in um, like Weezer's song, <coughs> especially lyrics where you have to be like, do I give Rivers the benefit of the doubt to be like he's sor- at least half joking about this 
or like maybe I just love his crazy personality. You know what I mean? Like there's a a part where um, it almost doesn't matter whether he's joking or not. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I can see, um, is it, do you have a, a problem with it musically or lyrically? Like what, what would you say is the bigger hurdle for you? Um, Can I tell you something that I like about it? Yeah, go for it. Um, I like that it is experimental um, using just the uh, just the qualities of Weezer. So, like, it's not taking in any outside. Um, there, there are, like, no extra musicians on the track. There are no, like, alien textures on the track. Um, it's still basically just a pop song, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and doesn't really do anything that Weezer hasn't done before, except that the form of it is just totally crazy, right? That it's um, the same chord progression throughout, but all these different styles of music. Yeah. Um, and all based around a single melody and a single simple chord progression. Yeah. Yeah. I And I, I think it is interesting. And I think it's like, I, I guess so... I guess lyrically is where I have the bigger problem. Yeah. No, let's talk. And you know what, Jen? Like, I don't think you should back away from, like, if you don't really like this song. And there, yeah. I mean, it's just not. It's I'm, I'll maintain that it's my least favorite one, which is funny because I just read that it's uh, River's favorite song on this album. Hey, Rivers and I are, <laughs> like, we are on the same page here. Um. And also, I discovered on Weezerpedia that it was not just a random person who said that it was of Shaker Him. Uh, it was Brian Bell's mom, awesome, <laughs> who came into the studio and was like, "Hey, this sounds something hey. similar to a hymn that a choir would sing in church." Hey, do you know up. what this is? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I guess it's just like it's just so aggressive, mm-hmm. especially because I, I do think like the melody that it's based off of is pretty. Yeah, and I think that. In a lot of places, music is good, but I just like the lyrics are real off-putting. <laughs> I <laughs> I do feel like it's part of um, like embracing. I don't know, em- embracing like his own view of himself. Uh, kind of the whole record to me, mm-hmm. um, uh, with Troublemaker and Pork and Beans and Dangerous. That like yeah. there are all these sort of like maybe they're delusional thoughts about himself, but they are like ideas about identity that he's just embracing instead of tiptoeing around. Yeah. I think that there's a lot more on this album about like specifically, uh, his identity and like their identities. Cause there's a lot more collaboration on this, on this album mm -hmm. that there have been on any previous Weezer albums. So I feel like there, there definitely is a theme of like identity coming into this Mm -hmm. Um, and like experimenting with that. Yeah. And like what that means and who they are and all that good shit. And I, I think that leads to a lot of the like weird formal stuff on this record. So like expand on that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so well, the form of the greatest man that ever lived is a it's a weird form, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's not quite as weird as uh, like dreaming. Can we skip ahead to dreaming? I would love to skip ahead to dreaming. How do you feel about dreaming? Uh, dreaming is actually my favorite song on hey, this record. I'll high five for that. It's my second favorite. I I this is the this is the one that's been my earworm. Yeah. Ever since I like 
every once in a while, I'll just like catch myself and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, really like that one. Well, let's let's play the first like couple seconds because it's interesting to note that it starts on a chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Um, so ready? Can, yeah, of course I'm ready. <laughs> like just a little noise. And this one goes to a lot of interesting places. It goes to a ton of weird places. So like... But these are weird places that I like better than the weird places in The Greatest Man That Ever Lived. Do you think any of that is because um, this song starts out very normal? So like... Maybe. We we start with a chorus and then there's like a verse and then another chorus. And And then then we get into the weird stuff. And then it gets weird. Then like the whole thing breaks down and like strips away and gets built back up with like bird noises. (laughs) Um... And never comes back to a chorus. Yeah, I like that. It's it's so interesting. Like, there's no other Weezer song that's, you know, we talked about. Here, let's cut it off a second. Um, we talked so much about how like um, Green in particular is so like formulaic. Yeah, and so and this f- one starts that way for real. Like the first, I would say the first half of this song is is very green. Yeah, it feels greeny to me. Well, and. The first track on the record, we are just jumping around here like nobody's business. Yeah, but uh, you taking us back to Troublemaker? Let's go back. To, let's go back to <laughs> Wait, Troublemaker. Can we fi- let's finish dreaming. Oh, what? What? Did you okay. have anything else that you wanted to say about Draymond? No. Uh, do you have another observation about Draymond? No, or? I just like I just really like where it goes. Okay, I well, think it's it's pretty when it like breaks down and it's just like and uh, the bluebirds in the meadow. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you uh, take us to some of that? Yeah. Because it's real good. I'm gonna be stabbing around for this one. Yeah. Ooh. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Birds. It's just charming as hell. I really, I mean, th- this is good, um, but it's the best when. Who's singing right now, by the way? Brian? Scott? Um, I, wait, I have the vocals. I love Hold it up. when it's both of them. Yeah, it's um. This is Brian and Rivers. It's real good. It's pretty. Yeah. Um. Also, I love that after this phrase, there's just the like distorted guitar lick. Yeah. It seems like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? But it's great. It builds it back up. Sort of. It like starts to build it up, but then like pulls way back yeah. again, and then like starts to build up in earnest. Right? Yeah. That bass is really good. Yeah. I mean, it's some really solid. It's so weird. Rock orchestration, really. Yeah. And it just keeps on this, like, like like simple these simple lyrics yeah well and like it builds in a way that doesn't like demand it to go somewhere like explosive yeah like it just sort of it swells more than it builds that's so good right there yeah sure is all right we can stop we can go back to troublemaker now i just wanted to experience that because it's so good um so after uh, but just before we hop back to Troublemaker, okay. 
um, in my mind, um, that's where, like, the end of Dreaming is where, like, the part of the record that I love ends. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say that everything, all the uh, regular tracks after this are unexceptional. They're unexceptional, but, like, I appreciate the way they feed into the, the theme of experimentation. Yeah. And, uh, and especially experimenting with the pieces they already have there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I mean, there's a lot more. Like, I mean, the last half of this record after Dreamin', which I guess isn't a full half, but whatever, is, like, the there's the Brian. The last 40%. The last 40% of this record. Um, I mean, Thought I Knew is uh, written and sung by Brian Bell. Cold Dark World is sung by uh, was it's part, a Pat song, right? Yeah, no, it's that's a Shriner song. Oh, sorry. Um, it, well, it was written by Rivers and Scott, um, but lead vocals are are Scott, and then Automatic is all Pat. Yeah, that's right. And so the only other like full on Rivers Cuomo song is the Angel and the One, and that's uh, a little bit too like broody. Yeah, and... it's that one was not my cup of tea. So it like after after Dreamin', it's sort of just. It's it's interesting because it is like it's more different people like writing stuff and they're not bad. They're I, not bad yeah, songs. I, I remember the first time listening to the record being like, D- "What what happened? Did we stop listening to Weezer? Like what?" Yeah, it feels like, especially the second half of the record, it completely feels like uh, just sort of any other like indie band. Yeah, like it's got some like Cage the Elephant, Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, like just I can, like I can hear all of that. Yeah, it all belongs on alternative radio. Well, and was uh, isn't automatic um, like a, a reworked um, whatever? Yeah, it was band. a yeah. special goodness That's song right. that Rivers was very passionate about, and was like, "No, you should make this for Weezer instead." No, man, this should be a Weezer song. Um, hey, Pat. And then Pat did it. This should be a Weezer song. <laughs> Pat was like, "Okay, Rivers, okay. Come on, Pat. Fine, fine. fine. Come on, Pat, make it a Weezer song. Fine, I'll do it. Shut up." Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Um, I got a little scared here. You and me hanging out, I got scared. Don't be scared. Um, but yeah, it was originally going to be uh, a special goodness song, and Rivers convinced him to switch it to a Weezer song. Which, like, that's a fun song. They are fun songs. They're just not, like, they just don't feel like Weezer songs. They feel like Weezer being, like, an alt, like, m- I guess they are an alt rock band, but it just <laughs> felt more like uh, they had less of an identity in this. Yeah, which... Again, I think is consistent with the themes of the record. Um, mm-hmm. Let's hop back to Troublemaker, like okay. we've been like we've been teasing for. Can I can I uh, tell a little story about Troublemaker? Absolutely. Um, so, as I'm sure I've said before, I've seen Weezer once live. Um, okay. And the lead off song that they played, this was in 2011. Um, the lead off song they played was Troublemaker. Which, as you may recall, I didn't start listening to this record until like three weeks ago. Right. So you had no idea. So what I didn't happening. know what the song was. And it was a little upsetting because I was worried going to this concert that they were going to play a bunch of their new stuff, which like included Red, Ratitude and Hurley, which were all out at the time. Right. And I was like, I don't know any of these because I stopped listening to these records. Um, but. It actually turned out that Troublemaker is the only song that they played that I didn't know. Wow. Mm-hmm. They did play, they played uh, 
the wondering if, if you yeah. want me to or I, <laughs> I couldn't couldn't figure out how to if i want you to i want, I want you to, you to. yeah they played right. that one but i had heard that one on the radio before right so i knew that one um but i had, had never heard troublemaker before and my initial thought was <laughs> the whole concert is gonna be like it's this it's gonna be all over my head i'm not gonna enjoy myself what is this but literally th- that was the only song they played i didn't know so troublemaker is interesting right because yeah. uh it's that one riff the ho- literally the whole time yeah right that one riff yeah all the way through do you want to play it should we play sure. it let's play a little bit of it These lyrics are just as insufferable as The Greatest Man That Ever Lived, I think. I don't know about it. I find them way more endearing. I don't, uh, are you confused as to why I think that? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I just think it's for some reason these ones are way more charming because he's just talking about like like the most inane things and being like, I'm a troublemaker because <laughs> uh, movies are as bad as eating chocolate ice cream. And I'm like, you're adorable. Stop it. <laughs> Whereas like the greatest man who ever lived is like, I'm going to play in your underwear because I'm amazing. This is just like, I'm posturing, but because I'm making all of these really stupid, like childhood troublemaker things like See, I, I, don't know. I almost feel like this is the... How's this for arts and crafts is one of my favorite lines right. in the whole damn thing. <laughs> um, uh, you wanted arts and crafts. How's, how's this, this for arts, arts and crafts? That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I it almost feels to me like this is the child version of The Greatest Man That Ever Lived. Sure. Like... But it's cuter when it's a child version. Of course. I mean, it's it's kind of cuter when a child does anything. Yeah. Right. But like it's uh, it's this it's just endearing as hell. And I really like I don't have the patience to keep it on the up is adorable. <laughs> That's just a cute line. I think I just think this song is cute. Sure. I can get behind that. Because <laughs> it's like imagining like little tiny rivers with this little tiny cowboy hat <laughs> just going around and like. Like kicking a kicking a can, you know. I feel like that's the same rivers. That's like, I'm the greatest man that ever lived. Radioactive. <laughs> I feel like it's the same little dude in a hat. It it just feels like. Um, I, I I will totally admit that uh, the ladder feels dirtier. Yes. And like, but it it feels just as honest to me that like he's still processing himself or like what he views himself yeah. to be okay um and he is also like, um can i tell star. you can i tell you the line that every single time i listen to this song though is where i jump off board where it's just like roll your eyes like what the fuck are you talking about rivers is this line i'm gonna be a star and people will crane next to you know what i'm like <laughs> see if i'm having, having sex. sex who's doing that rivers <laughs> Who is craning their neck to see if you're fucking right now? Nobody. Well, but is that true? Or like, I, I guess I, I never have a solid sense of like how big Weezer is outside of like the Weezer fan base. Like, do people. I mean, everybody knows like Undone and Say It Ain't So and Buddy Holly. Right. But like, does he live a celebrity life? Like, does he. I think he does to an extent. Yeah. So, I mean, like, maybe it's coming, like, albeit 
juvenile and whatever, like maybe it's coming from a real place. I just. I know. I know. I'm right there with you. (laughs) It's just the stupidest thing. Like the rest of the song is adorable. That line just makes me laugh because it's like, okay, Rivers. Sure. Fine. We'll humor you. And then he parties by himself because he's such a special guy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. I think we've covered this song pretty well. Yeah, I feel good about that. Greatest Man. And then what? uh, Pork and Beans? Pork and Beans. Which is, it's grown on me in time. Uh, Actually, to be perfectly honest, like a huge amount of, of Weezer songs that I did not initially like are songs that I ended up liking. Like I like Pork and Beans. I think it's fun. I like pork and beans too. It's um, not my favorite, but yep. it's fun. Um, I, I think uh, it also hammers home the kind of theme of like I've got to be me, even if it doesn't yeah. work, or even if I'm people gonna don't eat like it. my candy with my goddamn pork and beans, which is crazy. What does that lyric mean? He's gonna eat whatever the fuck he wants. That's right. He's gonna do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, and to uh, hell with the consequences. Yeah. I, I don't feel the need to like listen to any of Pork and Beans or anything, do you? No, I don't think so. I think okay. Pork and Beans, I think everyone knows what that song sounds like. Yeah. I think you know what Everyone's that song sounds like. Everyone's heard it on the radio. That's right. Um, still, they still, I mean, they still play it on the radio. Yeah, well, it, it's got that very like, both it and if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. I feel like they sound Playable. like this. The, they're just like. And they're, they're basically the same. Like, yeah. They've got the same textures and the same, I don't know, like they're both totally inoffensive. Just like, mm-hmm. here's a pop punk song that yep. just is good, has a good chorus that Let's grows. Throw it on the radio. Throw it on the radio. Um, <clears throat> how, how do you feel about uh, Heart Songs? It's not my favorite. Yeah? Why is that? Um, it's slow. Which like isn't always a problem for me, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have like solid reasons as to why I don't love it, but mm-hmm. it's just not. It's slow. It's a little boring for me. Uh, how do you feel about um, lyrically? Because lyrically, I, lyrically, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I like the way it's constructed lyrically. Yeah. Um, cause it kind of starts off with like broad strokes of, uh, like mm-hmm. mid 20th century musical influences, you know, where he's talking about, um, yeah, any of that older shit. This is the one of the ones where last night we were having some technological problems, mm-hmm. um, and you were trying to play this one, but we were only getting the volume from one side. Yeah, that's right. So we weren't actually getting all the lyrics, but we did get a Joan Baez. And Joan Baez. <laughs> Just like out of nowhere completely yeah which was that was funny if you're somehow able to listen to just whatever channel doesn't have the lead vocals on it you'll hear hilarious background vocals of just joan baez yeah um but then how it like progresses from that to um the so those are more like the 70s influences joan Mm -hmm. baez and um cat stevens yeah um and he mentions abba does he mention ABBA? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then it moves into like the 80s, right? With um, Iron Maiden and like his more yep, metal Jude, influence. Jude yep, that's right. Um, and uh, MJ. Then when he, g- yeah, Michael Jackson, that's right. Um, that's what MJ stood for. Yeah, well, I was just decoding. Cool, great. Let's move on. <laughs> um, and then like in, in that bridge 
uh, portion, that's when like you hit the nineties and Mm -hmm. he makes this allusion to, um, Nirvana. Nirvana. Um, and had a baby on it. He was naked on it. Yeah, I think we all know what record that what, is. What record has a naked baby on the cover? Oh, let's see. Let's look at my records. Uh, let's see. This has four guys crossing the street. Is it this record? Abbey Road. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why I felt like I needed to answer that because that was clearly a joke question. Right. Right, right. Then I was like, what if Patrick thinks that I don't know what the cover of Abbey Road looks like? Uh, yeah, what if, man, what if we lived in that world? Jeez. Can you just, wow. Oh my God. Um, but you and I had talked about, uh, on our, on the first episode, we're talking about Weezer playing in clubs, Mm -hmm. um, and everyone just wanting to see other grunge bands. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just interesting to hear him here identifying Nirvana as like a, an influence. Yeah. As, as an influence and like a, a watershed moment of like. Okay, here's here's Nirvana. Now we can get in the studio and record our own shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's cool to see because I mean it goes straight from in 1999 he or 1991 he wasn't having any fun and they played their first rock show. Yeah, and watch the fan base like, start to grow. Yeah, so it's sort it's it's kind of cool that he brings it into like and now we're gonna be other people's heart songs. Yeah. Which is cool. I don't know. I, I I like this too. Yeah, the lyrics in this one are definitely a lot better than, uh, in my opinion, the music of it. <laughs> sure. I just, it's just, it drags so hard, especially coming after like Troublemaker and, and Pork and Beans and like, like the the beginning of this album, I feel like picks up really heavy, mm-hmm. and then that one just like slows it down. Sure. But I, I I do. Is there another example of um, Weezer singing about music? Um, they talk about Kiss and in the garage. Yeah, but I mean that's. But that's that's sort of just like a side yeah. thing. It just, it's oh, um, in everything will be all right in the end. Uh, the eulogy of a rock band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That obviously comes much later. Yeah. Um, and is maybe autobiographical. Oh. <gasps> Oh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, I, I find it I find it interesting to um, uh, when in our discussion of Maladroit, mm-hmm. um, Greg brought up uh, the Kevin Smith ism of um, at some point, Kevin Smith realized that he, he didn't have uh, real life experiences to draw from anymore mm-hmm. to put into his movies so he started making movies about making movies <laughs> yeah with jay and silent bob and zach and mary make a porno yeah um great movie <laughs> it's an okay movie it's fine um and that you know rivers like at some point stops having relatable human experiences yeah and only yeah. has like rock star things to mm-hmm. sing about and, and i think he's 100 percent hit this point by the time this album is yeah, but yeah. I, I think this is one of the this album is one of the places where he's actually doing that instead of like because on the next record there's a lot of dumb shit about like so partying and like he can't hang, stop how he, partying how he can't stop doing it. Oh my god! Um, and about how that. the girl got hot and <laughs> yeah. I'm her daddy. I know. I like what he did in this one better, where he is. I mean, he's talking about music, but he's also like really heavily pulling from like. 
past experience, like childhood, which because like he hasn't really done that on any of his other stuff. Yeah. Which, again, is consistent with like Troublemaker. Yeah. Oh, 100 um, percent. And dangerous for that matter, mm-hmm. because what's just segue into dangerous. Yeah. I uh, like everybody get dangerous. I, oh, is it everybody get dangerous? That's yeah, the whole title. Of the that's song? the whole title. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I like it, too. It's just fun. It's just a fun song. It's like stupid and fun. Yeah. It also um, it does uh, a fun like at the end. Um, it also gets formally weird. Um, like it doesn't end the way a, a Weezer song normally does. Yeah. Um, like uh, or like maybe maybe it does end that way. But it, the journey to like the last chorus is weirder than mm-hmm. uh, Weezer normally is um, when they're coming out of that the bridge about like what will we say when our kids come to <laughs> us and say with a smile on their face hey dad, hey dad my friend's got some new ninja swords is it cool if we slash up this place oh is it slash up this place i always heard slash up his face <laughs> <laughs> both are dangerous Let's, i want to listen to that okay because i want to know because uh, I'm not sure what I thought it was because I was just looking at the lyrics. Uh-huh. Um, but, but now I'm curious. <laughs> y- you're you're correct though that it's slash up this place. Oh, I mean that's okay, what the that's lyrics say. Okay. <laughs> oh, did uh, I miss it? Yeah, back up a little bit. Uh oh. What? It wasn't backing up. Oh, okay. It definitely says this place. Oh. I can go further back. Yeah. I like this part a lot. No, me too. Hey, Dad. All right, I guess I guess I hear it. Oh man, I kind of wish you were right though. What a lyric. <laughs> yeah, is, is it cool if we slash up his face? That's fucking dangerous. I mean, yeah, more dangerous than any of the other things he talks about, like hockey games on frozen pads without safety pads, or frozen ponds without safety pads. Lick the knives like we're evil forces. <laughs> this is another kind of cute one. Yeah, <laughs> like no, it, it definitely is cute. Like, I feel like uh, little, little Baby Rivers would be funny. Just like, because he'd still be like a posturing asshole, but like a child version, which is cute and not... Whatever. Right. Not so douchey. You, you want Weezer babies <laughs> is what you want. Oh my God, yes. Please. Please and thank you. Uh, like Muppet babies, but Weezer babies. That's what you were going for, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay, good. All right, Jen. Let's, uh, let's stop that. that. Um, but um, yeah, so that's so that's we've now talked like pretty extensively about the first six songs on the record, right? Yes. Um, so like I said, for me, those are really like the six that count. Yeah. And then the four afterwards are fine they're fine but they they don't feel like weezer because there's not much rivers happening right and i mean they're good songs but they're not (laughs) but they're not good songs yeah can we can we talk about the bonus tracks though well why don't we take a little break okay and then we'll pop back in and talk about the bonus tracks because i like a lot of these bonus i do too um i've got i've got good good things to say about most of them well i'll be the judge on whether the things you have to say are good or not well that's just rude because i can I self-validate myself you you could you're the only one who can self-validate yourself 
You can't if someone else, me. I cannot self-validate you. <laughs> Damn it. All right, let's can, take a break. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll come back. We'll talk about that and Christmas because whatever. Yep, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll be back in a second. We are back. We are back. Weezer are back. Nope. My name is Weezer. The podcast is back. From our break. We're back from our break. I took a little piss. I drank some water, so we did opposite things. The, those are the two. Those are two opposite things. Yep, they're good. Um. All right. So, let's talk a little bit about these bonus tracks. Bonus. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Patrick, but I believe that both of us have five bonus tracks because yes, we, we bought, bought on, on iTunes. iTunes. That's right. Um, the actual physical CD, I think, only had four bonus tracks. Well, I'm curious about these bonus tracks then. If they're on the CD, to, to what extent are they bonus? What, is, what does bonus track mean? That's a great question. Deluxe edition. They were uh, on the deluxe okay. edition CD. Okay. So, so if you bought the regular, normal, everyday CD, uh-huh. then you just got um, the can first 10 songs. Okay. And then the, the four like normal bonus tracks. Can I try to name them without looking? Yeah. Okay. So it's Miss Sweeney. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Pig. Mm-hmm. Then The Spider. Mm-hmm. And um, King. Yep. Okay. You got it. I got ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Um, what's the other one called? The iTunes one? It's easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me just start off uh, on a negative note. I Whoa. don't care for it's easy. I like it's easy. <laughs> you do? But I like it's easy in the way that I like, like, Thought I Knew and Cold Dark World in, and in, Automatic. In right. that it's just it like. It doesn't sound like Weezer. It doesn't sound like Weezer. Like, but I like it as like a just. Would you like it's a. I mean, and it's a bell song. Yeah. Um, Do you want to play just a little bit of it? Sure. Okay. Let's play a little of it. Just to get a little bit of its character. That's not the mean to There's no need There's no need It just doesn't sound like music I would listen to under any other circumstances. It's a little folky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It this is this is one of those songs, and there are actually a couple on this um, of these bonus tracks where I had put Olive Red into like a playlist that I had, sure. and um, I'm gonna pause this. yeah, um, I had put Red into a playlist that I have, and then this one, and then also King, they both came on like separately because it was on shuffle, uh-huh. um, and I was like, what is this song? Who is this? What like am I, I had no, to? I just had no idea, like no concept of what it was, and then I saw, it and I was like. Really? <laughs> um, but I like it's easy. I think it's just like a fine little. Cute, it almost it almost sounds song. like a Tenacious D song if Jack Black weren't the lead singer of Tenacious D. Does that make sense? Okay. Like Kyle Gass just playing guitar and someone else singing. Okay. Who who's singing? Brian Bell. That's no fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's it's tough for me to get excited about that one. Okay, that's fair. It's yeah, it's like it's like fine. Like I like it because it's just like whatever. It's very simple, and I didn't initially think that it was Weezer, so <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Right for not Weezer, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, for not Weezer, it's fine. Um, but let's jump back to yeah, the beginning a, of these. Do you have a favorite of these? Oh, <laughs> stopped you in your tracks. Well. 
I like two of them. Yeah. I don't like one of them. And I'm okay with another of the four um, bonus can I, tracks. Can I guess? Yeah, please okay. guess. You like Miss Sweeney and Pig. You dislike the spider. And you're okay on King. You're close. Oh, okay. Let's hear. What? Where Where are we? I... You were right about the spider. I do not like the spider. Right. Um, I like Miss Sweeney, so you were right about that. Okay. I'm okay with Pig. And uh, But you really like But King. I like King. Interesting. What about you? What are your thoughts on these? I <clears throat> probably rank them. Okay, so Miss Sweeney for me is like um, amazing. I love Miss Sweeney. Mm-hmm. I think let's talk about Miss Sweeney. Well, here I'll, I'll do I'll do the the full thing. Sweeney's my favorite. Um, I like Pig, um, and then I could kind of uh, take or leave King. Okay. Um, and the Spider, I'm bored by. I yeah, the Spider. I don't know why it made any kind of record ever. It. The Spider. It's stupid. Let's. I mean, let's talk it's about. It's stupid about and that it's boring. Second. Let's talk about that in a. S- okay. Uh, in in a second though. Okay. Let's talk Sweeney. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Miss Sweeney, I love the way this song starts. I fucking love it. It's so like, and this is something that they actually, he collaborated on, Rivers collaborate, collaborated on writing this with his personal assistant. Which is hilarious. Which is hilarious because, it's because of the content boss, matter. Right. <laughs> it's about a boss assistant relationship uh-huh. and the boss having the hots for the assistant. Uh-huh. Um, so, Jen, if you recall, well, when this came out, I was working at a law firm as as a fucking oh, secretary. Yeah. Um, and I just remember, I don't know, like I felt like this song was speaking to me directly. <laughs> you know? I just it's so the like swap between like the really corporate like yes. language to like. You make the rain clouds disappear. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, just, it's so cute. So and good. then, and then, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I don't know where that, came, know where that from. came from. Anyway, my God, it's so adorable. It yeah. plays when coy for the first two verses, mm-hmm. and then, like and after then that, it's just like it. I gotta admit the truth. <laughs> it's just so ador- like, it's, it's just cute. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. And it's got a narrative, and just like. Uh, I really like it. <laughs> what uh, what kind of business do you think the boss runs? The the narrative. It seems to me like some kind of uh, real estate development or interior design. It, yeah, it's like some kind of construction. Yeah, they're like they're taking measurements down at the site, yeah. and they have the slab cabinets in white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so specific. And they they need to send five thousand dollars to the property owner tomorrow. Yeah, sure. So they're probably like renovating or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Um, and they don't want to have to approve each stinking dollar well, that he, they borrow. He doesn't, he doesn't want to have to approve each right. stinking dollar. So but he, I assume that Miss Sweeney probably agrees with that. Right, right, right. Because who would want to do that? Well, well you awful. know, but it, she's she's just doing her due diligence. She's like, we had to borrow some money. To, and he's like, I don't want to have to approve each stinking dollar. And mm-hmm. she's just like, it's my job to run these things past you. <laughs> I just uh, yeah, I, it's I, just charming as fuck, yeah. and it's like a good like it's like a fun song to listen to. Lyrically, I think it's I'd say I like it lyrically more than I like it musically, but I like the music too. 
musically, it reminds me a lot of Suzanne. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. like the, the I actually, are very similar. when I was, when we were, I was watching those videos of the Alone to Hootenanny, um, I, when they started playing Suzanne, I was like, this sounds just like Miss Sweeney. Yeah. I think it, it might really be the does. Same chords. It might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this song a lot. Yeah. Me too. Cool. Me too. All right. Should we talk about the next one, which is Pig? Yeah. Let's talk about Pig. I could take or leave Pig. It was the f- it was actually the very first leaked song from this album. Interesting. Yeah. Um. And and for a long time they were teasing um what the first single for Red was gonna be, which as we know now is Pork and Beans. Um. Pork and Beans was one that they went back into the studio to record after they yeah. had um originally put the rest of the record together. Yeah. It was that one, and I think every everybody get dangerous. Um. What well, it's it's Let it's very me. interesting because both this. And Spider have the same form in that, like, mm-hmm. they don't have choruses. Yeah. Um. There's no. I, I Pig does do. It comes back to uh, when I was a baby, or when yeah. I yeah yeah was that it? when I was a baby? I was so happy I used to play with my friends in the mud. Yeah. Um. It comes back to that, but other than that, it's just like a forward moving narrative. Um. Yeah. With no like hook or anything. This is just this. Uh, this is a so much more successful version of that than the spider. Yeah, yeah. The spider was just like, I don't care about this spider. I well, hold on. Let's get. We'll, okay. Let's, let's stay Are we on still pig. talking we'll about get, pig? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Do you want to listen to any of it? Uh, yeah. Let's listen to a little bit of it. I, I like the opening riff. I do like that the first name he mentions is Wilbur. Like the pig from Charlotte's Web. This has also got a lot of good, like, kid specifics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess maybe the reason that I like the song um, is that it feels like it fits on red. Yeah, it does. It's got a lot of the, the same, like, themes of like childhood yeah it definitely does i just it just isn't engaging for me sure that's fair all right well then let's go it okay um but yeah like i'm fine with it like i won't skip it like i, I think i've skipped the spider a few times right well let's skip to our conversation about the spider okay okay so this song is boring it's so boring it's slow uh-huh and it doesn't have like a anything to grab onto. What do we think the song is about? Probably a fucking spider, just like, uh, the, you know what I'm talking about. Freak Me Out. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about that then. We already talked about Freak Me Out. I know. Two years ago. <laughs> do you remember what we talked about when we talked about Freak Me Out? Because we, we... I think we talked about it maybe not being a spider. We talked about it maybe not being about a spider, uh, being mm-hmm. about someone being about... Am I, am I making sense? Nope. <laughs> what, what's my head was about to explode for a second there. <laughs> That's what I like motioned Baby up towards my head. It was going to be one of those. So Spider, no, freak me out. <laughs> Rivers has said in, in an interview that it was about a spider. Yes. Right. But it sounds like uh, maybe the song is actually about someone who was at legitimately freaking him out. Yeah. Or like... Um, men freaking out women or mm-hmm. whoever right like in any yeah. any uh power imbalance mm-hmm. um relationship uh what if this 
Is this song related to Freak Me Out? I mean, it could be because he's way more sympathetic to the spider in this one than he is to the one in Freak Me Out. He's like, I don't want to squish the spider because he doesn't want to live or die anymore. Or he doesn't want to die anymore than you or I. He sees himself in the spider in yeah. this one. Whereas um, in the past one, the spider was a thug that was trying to attack him. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's I just it feels like a song about nothing. It does feel like a song about nothing and it it feels very stream of consciousness and it's yeah. like and the spider's going to die and it, we it becomes a star and stars can't talk. Like <laughs> it it sounds like some serious like It just feels like work logic. to listen to this song. It is work. It is work. So we're not going to play any of it because I don't want to hear it. Fantastic. Why don't you tell me why you like King so much? Um, I like King. I, uh, <laughs> that I was, that wasn't a reason why. No. Um, but I, it's just like, I don't know. That's a great question. Why do I like King? Doesn't it kind of have the same like posturing, like kind of shitty it does, it greatest does. man that ever lived? But I think I just like, I don't know that I, I care as much about the lyrics for me on this one. Like the lyrics I could take or leave. Yeah. Um, I think I just like the um, I think I just like the way the chorus goes the way it like doesn't it like doesn't stop like it just keeps going and going and going and going. Sure. Can you play us one? Yeah. Let's try to. <laughs> Let's try to nail down why I like this song. <laughs> yeah. Can we actually get a little bit more volume on it? Um. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to go back and okay. start the chorus over Okay, so here we go. Now we're getting into it. It just, like, never stops. Yeah, but it's, like, very persistent. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, really on rhythm. Yeah, it's maybe even like slower than you expect it to be. Right? Yeah, a little bit. Like I, I could, I could give or take if you want to start something. No one thing, I'm king. Like I don't really care about that. Um, but if I just want to mess around like that. <laughs> um, I just, I think I just like the persistence of it and just like how it just keeps. Like there's just no break in the whole damn thing. Yeah, it just keeps plodding forward. It just keeps forward. like, like steadily, like footsteps. I don't know. It's good. I I like it. <laughs> I I do like the lyric. I, uh, you see, I own this town. Like that's sure. Yeah, it's stupid. I like that. It's, no, I like it. I think it's good. <laughs> I yeah. think it's evocative. Someone yeah. saying, "I own this town," in a song. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that gets my attention. Yeah. So Jen, if you had it your way. Yes. Because let's let's just pretend that for once in your life you're. I had it my way. Right. Say you're at Burger King. I've never been to Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! It was a race to the Burger King (laughs) joke. We both lost. Yep. Um, You can never win when it's a race to the Burger King joke. Never can. Which of these songs would you put on red? Miss Sweeney. Just Miss Sweeney. Oh, I get to choose more than one. You can choose none, Mm. or like. You know, to be honest, I think probably only Miss Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I think uh, that is. I, I would oh, I never, Pink, I never finished my story about P- 
pig um oh how rivers like teased that the first single from uh this album was going to be about a four-legged pink animal and uh the pig had already leaked so everyone was convinced that it was, that gonna, it was be gonna be pig and then he was like nope it's about the dead version of that well see that that's interesting too if pig were on the record proper yeah i'm popping a lot of peas here i apologize if pig were on the record proper then there's uh, like one more just you know cosmetic uh similarity between that and pork and beans mm-hmm. no no i i would put those two on and take two of those uh more forgettable songs off or yeah. just make it a 12 song record okay i don't know in your perfect world in my perfect world where you are king and the greatest man that ever lived yeah see and everyone gets dangerous and everyone gets dangerous and i'm a we didn't even like mention the angel and the one but I, that song was boring that song is boring it ends really long like the ending the coda of that like goes on for Ever. It's the longest song on the album. Great. Which hey, is unnecessary. So, so, Jen, what would you say to people that, because um, I, I, I do feel like once we hit red, we're like beyond the pale for most people, right? Yeah. Well, we were beyond the pale for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you're a huge Weezer fan. I'm a big Weezer fan, and I stopped listening to Weezer uh, between Make Believe and Red. And like, understandably, I guess. I mean, stop listening to their new stuff. I continued to listen to the stuff that I liked. It's so strange because, like, we, you know, in our conversation about make believe and maladroit, like, we come out of those conversations being largely positive. Yeah. Right? And being like, there's a lot that I like here. Some of it's stupid, mm-hmm. but sometimes I like the stupidity. Yeah. Um, I would, I don't know that I would recommend this album. Mm-hmm. I would recommend songs from it. And which songs do you think you would do? You would Definitely Dreamin'. Right. I would I would say the first six minus two. Man, so I, I feel like two is so crucial to understanding the rest of the record. Like I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree yeah, on this that's one. Fair. Um I just like I think if I were to recommend to someone listening to the greatest man that ever lived, yeah. I think they would be like, What the fuck did you just have me listen to and why? See, I just like for me and I, I it's foolhardy for me to be like i'm gonna make you agree with me so don't i won't agree with i'm me. not gonna don't agree with okay, me okay shan't but by the end of the song mm-hmm. like i don't know how you're not having a good time by the end of fine but it takes like, so long to get through all of the drivel in that well, and I, I don't think that it's dribble i think that those are the necessary steps it's like the necessary hardship to make i'm the shaking course. my head right i know now. you are <laughs> And I, I'm sure I don't want to get through that to get to the end. And I do like the end, but it's not worth it for me. Ah, well, that's where we disagree, I suppose. Yep. Um, what about you, Patrick? What about me? What? Would you recommend this album? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, like you d- I guess you did actually recommend it to me. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> sure. was like, I love it. And I was like, really? Yeah, I do. Like in if if I have a divide between like. Weezer records that I like and mm-hmm. Weezer records that I don't like. Red makes the cut. It makes the cut onto Weezer records I like. I put it on, like yeah. I mean, I I've yeah. I've listened to it for fun, especially certain songs of it over the past few weeks. Yeah, uh, and I know that that cannot be said 
about what we're about to transition to right now. Christmas. Let's, let's, let's just hold. Oh. Let's just make sure. Okay. Let's just make sure we don't All have right. anything else to say about red. I think I'm done. I think I'm done too. Jen, but I reserve the right to come back to it if I change my mind. Fine. Thank I you. allow it. Thank you. Let's talk about, I mean. Let's just like mention Christmas with Weezer. Jesus, man. Or Winter Weezerland. No, that was the Christmas CD. Oh, I don't. This is Christmas with Christmas with Weezer. Hey, so this thing was like an iPhone game at one yeah, point? Yeah, it Do was. Do you have any information about that? I have the thing. The, <laughs> I have Weezerpedia pulled up, let's be real. <laughs> um, but really all they mention is Christmas with Weezer is an EP of Weezer Christmas Carol covers and also an application for the iPhone and iPod Touch created by Tapulus, the makers of Tap Tap Revenge. Okay. Um, there's not much on here about the game. Um. Oh wait, there's a little bit more. So I mean, needless to say, I wasn't it playing. Just, yeah, the Christmas with Weezer. I didn't care about iPhone it. game. I don't. I didn't have an iPhone at this point. I didn't get an iPhone until like 2013. Yeah, that's right. I remember when. Yeah, you just Patrick had, knew me before before a smartphone. You had like a slidey uh-huh. keyboard phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it right. had a full keyboard, and I liked that. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So. I mean, j- it's I there's just so like, little to say. There's about this. so little to say. It's what are six, six tracks. Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, holy night. The first Noel. Hark the herald angels sing and silent night. It's like and they don't change any of the lyrics. It's all the same. It's just like Weezer music underneath those and River singing them. It, uh, I just and like it don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> specifically, it sounds like green. Like yeah. they're using the textures from green. Yeah. And like it's all very straightforward. Mm-hmm. There are no ripping solos. There's nothing like subversive or interesting nope. about any of the recordings. I mean, we could play a little clip of one if you want. Let's play a little clip of one because I want it. Okay. It doesn't which matter one which one. Do you it care? doesn't matter. Okay. Sorry, I have to find it. That's okay. Are there. Well, while you're pulling that up, I'm just going to muse about if there are like rock bands. That have recordings of Christmas songs that I do like, like that I want to listen know. to. There aren't many, right? Like, oh, we've got a YouTube ad. Oh, sorry. We will. We'll just cut that out. We'll cut this out. I just like super don't care about this. Right, like what's there to say about it? It's a Christmas song. I will say that I listened to all of this yesterday, which was February 20th. Feels weird. Um, And I would say even more so than listening to Christmas music in summer is re- listening to Christmas music in February. Right. Because you like, don't, just got you don't miss it enough <laughs> to like want it or like be nostalgic about that time six months ago when you had Christmas music. You're like, I did this two months ago. Like, I don't I really don't care. care. Yeah. I, Yeah. So maybe if we had listened to this, like, no, I don't know. I just don't care about this, this EP. Who well, gives, who gives a shit? Yes. Oh, and I, I think the band doesn't give a shit really. Yeah. Like, they're just doing it. It doesn't like, I really like Sufjan Stevens Christmas music. Uh-huh. Um, that makes sense. Cause like he cares about it and he yeah. writes like interesting Christmas songs and he's doing interesting arrangements of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is just like straight up. They're just performing these songs with like distortion on them. Yep. And I mean, they were they recorded them specifically for the game. Yeah. So I mean, but I, guess, I just don't. Like, care. what's the fucking point? 
What's the point? No point. So there's there's a uh, there's a real big fish Christmas EP. Of course there is, and of course you know that. Well, I <laughs> I believe it's called Happy Scala Days. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. I, I'm pulling it up on my phone because oh, I want to verify man. that that's true. Happy um, Scala Days. And yes, of course I own it. Uh, no, um, you don't. Do you y- really? Yes, I do. Of course I do. Oh, Patrick, why would I not? I love the real big fish. <laughs> Yeah, Happy Scholidays is right. Oh, um, no. So it's half original songs, including uh, Skank for Christmas, <laughs> uh, Whatever You Celebrate, and, well, no, I guess it's just those two songs that, okay. are, that are original. Original. Um, but Do they, they make punny names on them? Uh, or is Happy Scholidays the Happy Scholidays is sort of the er ska pun. Like, I don't, know <laughs> I don't know that you need other ska puns. Gotta have them. Um, but... It's uh, maybe the only acceptable recording of Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. Really? Here's the thing, is that they put their own personality into it, and they, like, you know, they're songs that obviously they picked because they thought it would be fun for them to do. Um, but I don't know that, like, I, that that doesn't... There's no Weezer on this Christmas with Weezer. No, it's... Uh, yeah, it's stupid. So great. We feel nothing about this. We feel nothing. We feel nothing. Like that girl in the chorus line. She felt nothing. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a good uh, dour note to end on. <laughs> we don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. Um, but we do give a shit about Red. Yeah. Especially certain parts of Red. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. Red it seems like a very like you can chop it up and yeah. you can determine your own Red experience. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, And I will say that Red is one of the last real po- real positive <laughs> things we got to say for a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, but we we're getting we're getting close to um We're getting into the into the, yeah, cuz uh, we're in 2008 now with Red. Yeah. Next up Still 7 years ago. Next Jesus. episode we're going to be talking about the Hoot Nanny Tour and Ratitude, which were our late 2008 and 2009. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's currently 2016, so I guess that's still like seven or eight years ago. Right. Well, there's a little bit of a hiatus in here. To yeah. Anyway, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Um, so, yeah, next time, Hoot Nanny stuff. Go look at go look on YouTube. This guy named Ben Lashes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this guy named Ben Lashes was obviously at the Hoot Nanny, the Alone to Hoot Nanny recording at the I think it's called like the Friendship something or other. No, no, the finger 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 hand finger, finger your tip. friends. Yeah, that um, <laughs> record store, and it's like it's it's interesting to watch. Gen- You'll he- see. Re- uh, Rivers in the train conductor yep. outfit that we referenced earlier. The aforementioned train conductor mm-hmm. outfit. Um, like the the whole shtick of that is that there, it's just a bunch of. It's fans. like 150 yeah. super fans that Rivers like personally invited. Playing songs together. Yeah, with like they have like guitars and, and a t- bunch like of mics. There's this one guy in a green dots. shirt who is super into it. <laughs> I think a lot of people are super yeah. into it. Uh, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Jeez, we're we're going to talk again. about we're going to talk about that in the next episode. And so that's just like a teaser yeah. to get you ready Ooh, for it. And we'll talk about gratitude, mm-hmm. which is something else. Yeah. All right. Thanks All right. for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. What's a creative podcast network?